You don't even know so, Instead of the podcast, we're going to become homeless people and make 60 bucks a day, according to Noah. Dude, I'm not saying 60 bucks a day. I'm saying the guy, I was... An hour. It was a, it was a red light. The guy pulled three twenties. I'm just saying. Out of his ass? <laughs> no, out of cars. People handing him money. Do what I say. Three people handing him 20? Yeah. What the fuck am I doing working night shit? Hey, do you guys want to start. get started or you want to fucking keep spouting off? I think you know the answer. Okay, you have five more minutes to spout. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dicey D20. My name is Noah, DM, and I'm joined here by our players. We got Tyson McKay. This is the Tyson McKay Show. <laughs> it is Ouch. the Tyson McKay Show today. It's not always uh, the Tyson McKay Show. And though. every day. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> we also have Fievel Mausenthrov. Sleepy Fievel Mausenthrov. <laughs> oh Fievel just had a, a mouse nap. Keep crying about it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone woke me up in my piss-covered hay. Sam <laughs> <laughs> so did what a Sam was one to piss on it. <laughs> And we also have our Bright Lord, aka Rogar Ragnak. Just got back from work, pretty exhausted, you know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> exhausted, but we're bringing this content to you guys because we love it. We got Sleepy working, the guy who thinks the show is all about him. Really, it it's just a recipe for success. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to start ourselves off with Tyson McKay as this is the third episode of his downtime third and final it's the tyson mckay show (laughs) okay tyson last we left off you had planes walked to the astral plane in order to get away from that pretty nasty slod who was giving you a hard time you guys kind of had an encounter it was pretty rough disagree it wasn't giving me a hard time and i wasn't afraid of it it was super easy. Yeah, you know, you just planes walked out of convenience. It was really nothing yes. more than that. It was to spare his life. Okay, so all around <laughs> you, Tyson McKay, there is the astral plane. Seas of silver and purple kind of floating in this dimension all to itself. Uh, what would you like to do? How quickly would the episode end if I just said go back home? <laughs> uh, pretty fucking quickly. I mean, we. I think we'd have a record for shortest episode yet. <laughs> Which is which is progress of a sort. Tyson loves setting records. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah, but what would you what would you actually like to do? Uh, I take a nice look around. Yeah. Again, okay. aka perception check. All right, roll me a d20. Uh, that's a ten. I mean, there's not much. There's a lot to see, but there's not, if that makes sense. So there's there's no humanoids or creatures of any kind. Just these uh, these seas of purple and silver, the sky full of stars, and you're just floating, kind of ethereally through the astral plane. Where's my lover Rogar? Not present in yeah, space no, he's, with you. He's not in the astral plane. This isn't space. Oh my god, that's a good Coldplay song. Just saying. <laughs> Thanks for the pop culture reference, as always. Just <laughs> so a sponsor by Coldplay. <laughs> 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 uh, <clears throat> yeah, so you look around and, and, and very peaceful, very calm atmosphere. Very different those, from where you just came from. Are those pools still around? You do not see any astral pools anywhere. I miss them. Yeah, Where's I, the red one? 
Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> spoke to my bo my boys over here, and they were like, man, you can't give him that plane to the to the Nine Hells again. I was like, I'm never giving him the plane to the Nine Hells again. I will find it if <laughs> it kills me. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely explore for those astral pools, but there are none present. Uh, is there, so there's nothing present, you said? Uh, no, there's no nothing present. In terms of structures, humans, or should I say, you know, any, any kinds of life, or teleportation pools. Tyson hates this. He needs attention and people. Okay. Well, <laughs> well then the astral plane Give me is attention. not the best plane of existence for you, then. What uh, would you like to do? I have that map thing, right? Yes, you do. Well, you have the map of all the different dimensions, for sure. All the different planes of existence. Name the coolest one. Um, um, no. No, no, that's not how it works. If you don't know it, I'm not just going to tell you the different planes of existence. The one where Baxter is. Yeah, which plane's Baxter? <laughs> Baxter's plane would just be the material plane where uh, you came, where like your home. Is there a sexual plane? Ooh. <laughs> well, I mean, oh god, only you guys could fucking do this to me. Rogar Ragnak is horny. <laughs> I mean, there are planes where I guess it's more likely for there to be sex. Uh, the astral plane is a pretty unlikely plane for that. Why the fuck are we on this right now? Like, let's. <laughs> Sex is forbidden by Tyson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Sure. <laughs> Tyson's never touched a woman. Except well. his mom. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus no, you Christ. can't say that. Okay. <laughs> Fuck, make a decision so they stop talking, please. I enjoy <clears throat> this. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't enjoy this. Uh, well, I only know of like three, four planes, something like that. Okay, let me, uh, let me run you through the situation you're in right now, because maybe you forget. Your boy Vel is in limbo all alone. And, and you're currently on a quest, my friend. And you're just now considering vacationing in other planes of existence instead of dealing with the, the problem at hand. Tyson likes to avoid his problems. Yeah, no, okay, yeah, great, great call. Yeah, no, just avoid the problems. That That's makes why he hasn't away. seen his dad in so long. Dad's dead. Oh my god. <laughs> you knew this. I don't know how this is a shock to you every single time. Holy fuck. <laughs> Now Tyson's just gonna cry, okay? <laughs> okay, so Tyson McKay, ladies and gentlemen, crying in the astral plane all alone, floating through the stars and the seas of the astral plane. Perfect. Yeah. Does that enrage the plane? Like, don't stars start falling down on him or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope not. But not about that sadness. I wonder why you were on the DM pod. You know what I mean? Like, that's not fucking... That's not how things work at all. Oh my gosh. You know what? Is it? Is it too late to quit this whole D&D podcast thing? Is it too late for that? You already woke me up. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Get over it. You've awakened the fievel. It's too late. I was in the ocean for fucking like four hours today. You don't hear me crying about it. Now you You're do crying hear me right crying now. Yeah. It. God damn it. <laughs> You know what, we're cutting this all out of the pod. Make a fucking decision. Yeah, so so I'm gonna, you know, swim around for a bit, and then uh, probably probably planes walk back to limbo. You think so? You think that's where we're going with this? <laughs> I was stalling because the toad's still gonna be there, so if I wait long enough, maybe he'll leave, Noah. It was all a plan. Tyson's always got a plan, and if you think otherwise, you're, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot. Okay, buddy, let's see how this goes. No, no, good plan. Enrage me before we start. Did you, did you learn anything from Fievel's outburst? Okay. Yeah, that, does Jack Bauer die again? Everything <laughs> that you love can be resurrected. A lightning bolt comes down and strikes Jack Bauer, <laughs> killing him in front of you. <laughs> That's okay. what I learned from his outrage. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to just wait until for, you know, a good amount of time before heading back, you could have just said that. <laughs> this was way more entertaining, I think. 
This was not entertaining. No, I, I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, okay, so you're heading back to Limbo? <laughs> yes. Alright, do you have any place in mind that you'd like to head? You can choose your location when you planeswalk. We jump the rocks again. <laughs> At the top of the mountain rocks or whatever, the crack. No, <laughs> I would like to planeswalk back into the cave I was in. Okay. Well, yeah, for sure. Kind of more of a crevice, you know, there's no there's no rocks overhead, but absolutely, you can do that. So, swimming through the, the astral plane, crying about your dead father, you planeswalk back, after about a minute of preparation, back to Limbo. So, uh, the air here, again, tasting quite different, not as sweet as the astral plane, not as calming. <laughs> the the, the uh, li- plane of Limbo is, is very much a chaotic plane. Um, so overhead you see massive swirls of air and uh, gases, as well as rocks kind of flying overhead. You are back in that little tiny crevice that you were in before. What would you like to do? Can I peek my head out and perception check for any life forms? Roll me a d20. Any heat signatures, let's go with that. There you go. Nine. You don't see anyone out in the, uh, the small little clearing with the destroyed structure of the house that is currently off into your right about 50 feet away. So you don't see anyone in this little tiny... I mean, it's about it's about 75 feet wide, this little um, clearing that you're in. So you don't see anyone there. I make a caca noise <laughs> and see if anything peeks its head. Okay, so you make a caca noise. I'm not going to have you roleplay that because you already did. Can you roll me... Actually, you know what? Nah, let's see what happens. <laughs> oh. oh dear, I'm scared. Eight. <laughs> okay, so uh, looking around, I'm going to need you to roll another perception check to see what happens. 18 toads come at you. Oh, oh 20, 18. but it's not Nat. So you do see Vel's head poke up atop those rocks that he was hiding out at. So you see him look up. He, your eyes kind of meet across this clearing, and he looks to you, and he kind of like gestures for you to come over. <laughs> no, you come here. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he kind of looks around, and he shakes his head. He goes, no, no, and he, like, beckons for you to come over yet again. Oh, my God, old man. Tell me the rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> yeah, I make a rock, paper, scissors This. Okay, he doesn't know what rock, paper, scissors is, so he's roll a little confused. Uh, the other rolled to see if he knew what it was. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. Oh, wow. Poor guy. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I, I inch out of the cave crevice. Okay. Yeah, so you inch out of the crevice, and Vel begins to walk his way down, and kind of walking to meet each other. You kind of meet in the middle of the clearing. Vel says, I feared the worst. Never fear, Tyson's here. He wow. says, but you were gone. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't uh, here. Y- <laughs> Tyson is never scared, and if you tell anyone, God damn it, old man, I'll... I'll I don't know what I'll do. Okay, so now you're threatening the old man about <laughs> people tell him telling people about your cowardice. I mean, not a pretty Tyson McKay move, to be honest. <clears throat> the old man says, "The old house here. I feel like that's where we're supposed to go." You got it, and I venture onwards. So you guys head towards the rundown structure of the house, kind of walking through the somewhat blasted apart door. There is kind of stone, which makes it up to maybe your waist of the walls. Everything else is kind of crumbled down. There are beams and support structures which have fallen, and what looks to be kind of like destroyed furniture in the form of an armchair. There's a table in the middle of the room, which is kind of in splinters. 
There is uh, what was once a fireplace, but it's kind of crumbled down. The ash and the soot kind of spread out all around there. And, uh, you know, Vel starts to kind of peek around and look around for things. And he says, what is it we're looking for again? Money. (laughs) No. Oh, my gosh. No one listens. Holy shit. Tavern. Bitches. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Taverns, <laughs> bitches, and Taverns, bitches. There we go. Yeah. No, it was like... I wrote it down here. It is his virginity. <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe just give me one second here, there. guys. I'm just checking my notes. I believe it was Brimstone. Yeah. <laughs> it all trails back to Brimstone. <laughs> okay, here's my notes. I've got Ivok-Dragon. Oh. Thorough. Thorough notes. <laughs> <laughs> I have all my XP written down here. That's also uh, good. Uh, the items I acquired from the house and the guy's name. And that's it. <laughs> okay, so you don't know why you're here either, which is fantastic. So you got a guy with amnesia and Tyson McKay and you have no idea why you're in limbo. This we're is looking fuck recipe for success, people. We're looking for your memory. <laughs> he looks to you and says, my memory. Oh, my memory. But how do we find it? It's inside yourself this whole time. It was the adventure that brought you to your memory. Okay, okay. so he looks to you and he goes, I I don't think it's here. (laughs) God damn it, old man, at least try. Okay, so he is is trying to remember, he just can't. uh, Okay, let me think. There was something we were looking for. Yeah. It was something... Maybe you want to roll me a memory check? (laughs) Because you're a fucking moron. <laughs> I even just edited this episode, so this is even worse. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> nice. Four for memory check. <laughs> you have no idea why you're here. <laughs> oh, it's Bell. Bell. Ivok. Ivok said something about you finding something here. <laughs> uh, what was it? Let's it let's was... break to commercial because we. It's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. A separate episode sponsored by. Please help me remember. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a Sprite sponsorship. Where's a Sprite rep? I'm finding a Sprite rep. <laughs> you just roll a memory check again. No. I never do anything twice. Yeah. I've gone down twice. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Can I roll a persuasion check to try and convince him to remember? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Roll play it for me and then roll the dice. I, I grab his at the sides of <laughs> Yevil made a massaging motion and that's not what I want to do at all. <laughs> you got this, bud. I, I grab him by his shoulders and I, I I shake him and I say, Come on, old man, I need you to I need you to remember. Let's, I know, I know you know. Let's the spaghetti strap fall down his shoulder. Oh, <laughs> Roll me a d20. <laughs> oh. Nine. Nine. Okay, better than Vel's two. So, uh, Vel says, I really am trying, Tyson, but I, I don't know. Should I smack him like in those movies where they smack people to get their head straight? You're Lenny and he's George. <laughs> I'm gonna go see the rabbits, George. <laughs> Can I just start looking around? You know, maybe search, something will... Search his pockets. Maybe he has a note. Oh, yeah, I search his pockets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he has uh, nothing in his pockets aside from four silver pieces. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, almost enough bread to buy for all so this homeless He kind of looks to you and he goes, why, why are you searching my pockets? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fievel told me to do it. <laughs> Okay, he looks around and he says, There's no one here. 
What are we doing here again, Tyson? <laughs> How do you remember my name, but you don't know what you're looking for? <laughs> I ask him that. <laughs> I don't know what you're staring at. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to do literally anything. <laughs> I planes walk back to the astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> roll another memory check. Okay, Maybe roll another memory check. No, you can't do that. You already tried to remember and you couldn't. Oh, can I search around then? Yes, you can. Ah, there we go. Roll me a d20, and what would you like to look for? What are you looking... Where are you looking, and what are you looking for? <laughs> How big is this place? The structure looks to be no more than 20 feet by 25, 30. So it's pretty big. Well, no, not really. Relatively small. Just split up and search for some clues, and then you could go with Freddy, because you're a hot Daphne, right? And then use the Scooby and Shaggy. <laughs> I guess Velma will go with him, too. I, <laughs> I say, old man, I need you to look in this area for any any items of interest, and then I will look over there, and I point to the other end of the plat- the area, and I... I search for any documents or anything of interest. Okay, roll me d20. Alright, that's a little better. 15. Okay, so you don't find any documents of interest. Any papers or anything on parchment looks like it must have blown away or, you know, been destroyed and whatever destroyed this place. The notable places of interest look to be that table that's in splinters. There's an armchair, which is kind of overturned in the corner. There are wooden chairs, which would have been around the table, but they're all kind of splintered as well. The fireplace, uh, which has soot kind of coming out of it. So, you know, you can kind of focus in on an area and tell me... Tyson goes to the fireplace. Uh, what, what are you looking for at this fireplace, Tyson McKay? This is where I was born. <laughs> <laughs> I search for... Ooh, any, any hidden compartments or anything like that. Okay, roll me a d20. Uh, that's an 18. So looking around the fireplace, you don't notice any hidden compartments... It looks to be just a regular fireplace, but you're, you've done a pretty thorough check, so it doesn't look like you're missing anything. What's in here? Oh, God. Oh, it's like Harry Potter, you have to stand in it, and it's a teleportation. Oh. <laughs> I stand in it. <laughs> uh, you'll have to crouch down, crawl in, and stand up. <laughs> Sounds like more work than I need. Yeah, I do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love when I try and discourage you from doing stupid shit, and you do it anyways. Okay, you're now standing up in a fireplace. Smoky. Smoky. Congrats. Now light it. <laughs> Flame on! <laughs> I blast out of the chimney. <laughs> Alright, I, I get back out and I say, nothing in there. And I, okay. I go over to the the wardrobe, or the armoire, whatever you said. It was a, is it armchair? Armchair. Not an yeah. armoire. Or a wardrobe. <laughs> what, what would you like to do there? Sit in it. It's overturned. It's on it's on the ground. I'm just I'm telling you the points of interest so that you can you know search them and. I know. I'm just taking a pause to try and honestly figure out what I what I remember. All right, Rogar, let's go through this together. Yeah. He was doing an experiment. It blew him up. Lost his memory. Lost his memory. And his powers. And his powers. No, he still has his powers. He just can't do them, right? Well, I mean, he still has Checkmate, them. Checkmate, DM. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's like a battery, right? I mean, the battery's no. still there. It's just the wiring is off. <gasps> so I got to rewire his veins. <laughs> yeah. I love what you take from the veins that I say. <laughs> so not right. Was I looking for some sort of scroll? Roll me memory check if you were looking for a scroll. That's a 20. Not you 20. <laughs> not 20. You not know 20. that you were looking for a scroll. Not only that... You were looking for a greater restoration scroll or a healing uh, or a heal scroll. Either one will remove enfeeblement or feeble mind, which is kind of the side effect that Vel experienced from his magical tampering. 
Okay. I grab the old man and I say, We're looking for a healing scroll. Do you remember if you have one here? Okay, roll me a d20. 19 plus what? Uh, that'd be charisma. 22? He says, Healing scroll? No, I don't. I don't remember, but this this place used to be bigger, I think. This place was... Yes, this place... There was more. There's... <gasps> Or an attic. <laughs> I, okay, I look for an destroy- attic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you look straight to the ceiling, in, in which is non-existent above you. It's oh just the God, skies they of took of it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so probably not an attic. Oh, right. There's nothing above you. Is there an outhouse? There is not. Oh, where does he take? <laughs> where does he go to the bathroom? I love how you censored yourself from saying where does he take a shit. Tyson uh, doesn't swear, god damn it. Okay, I perception check for a trapdoor or something. Alright. Roll me a D twenty. Ah uh, yeah. That's a it's a four. You search around the place and you say and you just say to yourself like you can't find it. So you're like, damn it. But you don't say god damn it, you just you know, you don't swear, you just say I can't find it. Gosh darn it, this old yeah. man's doing whatever you guy does and think everything's bigger than it is. Yeah, so you, you don't find it with a four, for sure. That's a dick joke for all our listeners. Was that a dick joke? I <laughs> yeah, I know you don't. Then again, I've kind of stopped listening to you. <laughs> Just <laughs> ranting and raving. Can I start moving some rocks around to see if I find it? Yeah, I mean, there's no rocks. I mean, there are some rocks inside. There's the splinters of the table, the armchair, which is overturned. Uh, most of the rocks are to the exterior, like near, like outside the, the crumbling structure and near the inside walls of it where they collapsed. I go outside and start tossing rocks in. So you need to <laughs> toss rocks outside uh, to no avail, not finding a secret entrance on the ground outside. Why are you hiding it, old man? Watching the, sa- the place. The old man's inside and he says, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Is it a wooden floor? Uh, no, the floor is made of stone. Shit, I can't burn it. Burn it. <laughs> the floor is made of cobbled stone, which is, you know, somewhat smoothed out, but undoubtedly has a very, you know, the, the texture's there, right? You can definitely feel that it's bumpy. Can I grab a big rock? Like a, like a heavier rock from the outside? Okay. What's a reasonable carry carry weight? Um, I mean, no. you, could, you could probably carry a 50-pound stone, right? I mean, you can definitely carry more, but, I mean, it depends on what you want to do with it. Like, if you want to do squats with it, I'd, assume, I'd, I'd maybe oh. start lower. Tyson skips leg day, okay. Uh, okay. But I grab a 60-pound rock. Okay, you find the closest thing you can to a 60-pound rock, and you begin to carry it inside. What would you like to do? I would like to pick it up and drop it on the ground. Okay, uh, so you pick it up and drop it on the ground. I'm not going to make you roll because you didn't say throw it, right, or anything like that, which would have required strength, but you just drop it. The stone chips a little bit, as does the floor, to no avail. I do it again. (laughs) Oh, God, this is your plan to find a a secret basement, is to just (laughs) drop a rock over and over again? Please tell me there's more to this plan. There is not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Holy shit. He's gonna throw the rock at the old man. <laughs> Catch. <laughs> I'll fix you, old man. And then I hit him with a rock. <laughs> yeah, I throw it again. <laughs> okay, how long would you like to spend doing this? An hour. 
15 minutes. Tyson doesn't try that hard. <laughs> okay, 15 minutes of picking up the 60-pound rock and dropping it. At about the 11-minute mark, the stone has kind of split into like a 40-60, not quite half and half, and the oh. ground has some scuffs and some chips in it, but you definitely haven't found a secret entrance. <laughs> uh, so there's 15 minutes of in-game time just super, super well spent. God damn it. The old All man right. looks to you and he says, Why are you doing that? <laughs> I... I'm trying to help. But but why are you dropping it on the ground? Are you jealous how much I can lift, old man? No, no, I just... I I wonder if that's how we should find it. Find what? What, what are we here for again, Tyson? Go stand outside, please. Keep watch. Okay, so he says, I'll, I'll go keep watch, but maybe keep the noise down. No promises. Okay, what would you like to do now, Tyson McKay, as Vel steps outside? Alright, I take a second and I think. And I think. Maybe. Tyson think. Okay. In all different a, languages. This is the theme of the night, eh? Tyson just thinking about things? It's a first. I want you to appreciate it. Uh, I really, really don't. <laughs> what would you uh, like to do, aside from think? I go over to the... Okay, so he said areas of interest. Armchair. Table. Fireplace? Flip the armchair over. Yeah. Well, the armchair is already flipped well, over. Well, like it's... No, so it's flipped over on its back, but it's going to be covering something. I toss the armchair out the collapsed walls. Throw me a strength check. Five? Okay, <laughs> you, you cannot lift it and throw it. You're very tired from your consistent rock picking up and dropping. <laughs> okay, I slide it across the ground, defeated. Okay, you slide it across the ground, not going to make you roll. Um, what would you like to do now? Can I try pulling away at the stones that were bo- beneath the armchair? Sure. Roll me a d20. 17? Nice. You do not pull aside any stones from underneath the armchair. Why is that nice, then? I don't know. It's just a nice roll. <laughs> it means you know you're trying your best, but nothing's there. It's eliminating options, which is uh, what you need right now, I think. Okay. <laughs> I go over to the table, and I do the same thing. Okay, so you're going to have to move the splinters of wood underneath the table. I throw them in the fireplace. We'll have a nice fire later. Okay, so it takes you a few minutes to do so. When you're done, however... Uh, looking down at the ground underneath the table, it appears that there's a stone. All of these are fairly gray, but there's kind of a black stone which stands out. A little racist, but okay. I pull that one out. Uh, you cannot. You try, but it will not pull out. I push it in. Nice. Also a good, <laughs> good, good, good idea. You do push the black stone inwards, and a door, trap door, seems to slide to the side as if magically not really mechanism wise seems to magically slide to the side it kind of drops a few inches and then slides to the left revealing a spiral staircase of mm. uh, black mm. metal I descend down okay don't, t- yeah, don't tell the old man alright so you're not telling the old man <laughs> mm. do I tell him do I not tell nah, him nah someone's gotta keep watch hey old man okay so you call for the old man he walks inside and says you, you found a door I did that's why they call Tyson McCray, and that's why they call me Tyson McKay the Great. I had to say that twice, because I'm illiterate. Do you want to try again? <laughs> no, I, I stand by what I said. <laughs> stand by what I said twice. All right, the old man says, we should, ch- we should go downstairs and see if what we're looking for is there. Holy shit, I didn't think of that. Okay, he's, he's old and has amnesia, man. He's trying his best. He just wants to be helpful. Oh... Uh... Fine. I'm gonna lead the way. Lead the way, old man. Okay, Maybe so, this will jog your memory. 
and push him down the stairs. Walks down <laughs> the spiral staircase, and do you follow? Yeah. Can I? When as I'm going down, can I see if there's a there's a button to close the hatch? Yeah, absolutely. So as you walk down and look to the ceiling, it appears that there is. Uh, it looks to be the flip side, like it, that stone that you push down. Looks like it's the exact same stone, but it's protruding from the underneath. Okay, I push it up. Nice. And so the hatch seals behind you. Don't you want guys no followers. Walk down, and it is nearly pitch black in this underground room that you find yourself in. You're not quite sure how big it is, though when you do reach the bottom, there is a table not but a few feet away, and it looks like there are a few candles there. Can I light one? You can light as many as you want. Do you have produced flame? I have cast bonfire. Yeah, maybe not the best idea to light a candle is to cast bonfire. You can look for a fireplace. Okay, I do that. Alright, so fumbling around in the dark, I'm going to need a d20, please. Mm, Seven. It's not super hard to find the fireplace, and there is one nearly directly ahead from where you exited the staircase. Um, you can cast Create Bonfire there if you'd like. I do. Okay. So you cast Create Bonfire, and the room seems to light up quite nicely. The old man taking a candle and kind of lighting it with the flame, then begins to light the other candles around the room, and he says, This place, yes. I think I remember more now. Oh, that's good. <laughs> the room that you find yourself in is circular. It is nearly 30 feet in diameter, and there are four large tables around, kind of like, you know, one north, south, east, and west, about five feet from the staircase. There are also bookshelves along the walls, stuffed with scrolls and different books, tables with various alchemy-looking equipment on it. There are files, bottles, material components that line the walls, wardrobes with cloaks, little glass cases, I shouldn't say little, larger glass cases with what looked like wands and different <sighs> weapons and items in them. And the old man says, yes, I think, I think this was my laboratory. Is this where you did your experiment? He looks around and he kind of sees all the notes scribbled around and he kind of looks at the notes. He says, I think that's my writing. Well, hopefully you can read it because I can't read anything. <laughs> okay. He says, what? What are we doing here again? What are we looking for? We're looking for a scroll of greater healing or restoration, sir. Okay, so he kind of looks around and he says, There, there are books along that wall and, and scrolls in between them. Okay, I go grab some of the scrolls. Nice. So you go look through scrolls. There are sc scrolls of everything from sunburst to sunbeam and shatter as well as healing word, for example. There are a bunch of different scrolls. When you do come across one that's, you know, jogs your memory, it's that of Greater Restoration. So you now hold in your hand a scroll of Greater Restoration. I say, old man, I found one. I think. So he, Can you read this for me? He looks to you and he says, I, I don't think I can use that. It looks magical. Can you just tell me what the words say so I can read it? So he, well, I mean, you can't read. Well, I assume Tyson probably can't. I don't know. He grew up in a village, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's not not crazy to think that you might have, you know, learned to spell. I was in the farm every day and every okay. night. Okay, so you don't know how to read. The old, <laughs> man, the old man does know how to read, and he, he agrees that, yes, this is a scroll of greater healing. Thank you, sir. 
as it states at the very top of the scroll. Does it have pictures? It does not have any pictures. <laughs> oh, these scrolls need pictures. You know what? I regret this entire downtime I picked for you. We should have just sent you to a fucking school to read. <laughs> Role played that for six hours. All you right. would have hated that too. <laughs> what would you like to do? Well, I probably should cast it on him, right? Yeah, I mean, that that's typically how greater restoration would work. Do I need to know it, or can I just cast this? So, yeah, good questions. Um, spell scrolls. Really interesting for A, the listeners, B, for you, in the situation that you're in. You can cast spell scrolls if they're on your list, or if they are beneath your level or at your level. But if it's higher than your level that you can normally cast, you have to make an ability check using your spellcasting modifier. The save is 10 plus the spell's level, and on a failed check, the spell disappears from the scroll with no effect. Greater Restoration is a 5th level spell, so oh, you boy. 15. Holy shit. Oh my god. You think Tyson can make that roll, man? No, no, what's your spellcasting modifier? Plus 3. Okay, so really you only need a 12. That's not terrible. Yeah. Plus Let's you've got go. inspiration, right? I mean, you could probably probably cook something up. Yeah, yeah let's go. Points. Advantage if he holds your hand while you read it. Do I get advantage if he if he believes in me? Oh gosh, I don't think so. I don't think Tyson does. Is that real? I guess that is important to the egomaniac. Yeah, he believes in you. You don't have advantage, but he believes in you. Wow. Oh. Okay. I say okay, old man. I'll cast this for you, but one second, and I go grab one of those robes and a wand. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, which robe would you like to grab? What colors are there? There's one that has many different items on it, patches with various objects. One is like a cord of rope, another one is a boat, and there's another robe that has a bunch of different eyes on it, and they seem to follow and move uh, along looking at you as you go. <gasps> eyes always on Tyson? That sounds like my kind of robe, my friend. <laughs> Okay, so you're now wearing the robe of the eyes. <laughs> yes, and okay. uh, I look for I look at the wands. Okay, there are many different kinds of wands. Some made of wood, others of metal. One has a silver hilt, which kind of looks globular, like the silver wasn't really worked. It was kind of melted and then let to cool. <gasps> and it has, at the tip, with the silver kind of like encasing around the base of it, a obsidian glass shard, which is pretty straight. Yeah, that sounds like a cool one. <laughs> okay, uh, so you'd like to grab that as well? I would. Okay, so you grab that as well. And, and what I, would you like to do now? I say, now I feel like a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> and the old man says, what are you doing? Getting in the mindset, sir. <laughs> okay, so now that you're in the mindset, Tyson McKay, what would you like to do? I open the scroll. I believe in myself. I say, you got this, Tyson. And all your non-training training has led up to this. <laughs> you slayed worse than this. You can help this old man gain his memory back. You've always got a plan. You're the best. And I cast. I cast away. <laughs> you know, I'm going to give you an inspiration point just for that, because that <laughs> sounds like Tyson McKay in my head. Just ridiculously egotistical and just maniacal. You say hocus pocus. <laughs> Abracadabra. <laughs> Avada Kedavra. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Here we go, boys. This old man's life. Inspiration. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. 17. Okay. You can't read, but tapping into the energy of the scroll, 
and using your magical ability to cast it forth, you cast Greater Restoration on Vel. There is kind of a flash of bright light, and Vel's eyes kind of close, and there's then silence as he kind of sways back and forth before his eyes open wide. His pupils dilate, then shrink down, and he looks to you and he says, I'm back. Baby! (laughs) Take off my robe! (laughs) Tyson McKay, you are going to gain 1,000 experience points. Wow. Wow, You're aiding a fellow planeswalker. Do I also get to keep the robe? (laughs) Okay, that's something that I'm sure that we're going to come to. Uh, (laughs) Vel looks to you, and he says, I can't thank you enough, Tyson. No thanks needed. It's Tyson's duty to help those in need. And I was in need. Too many years I spent not knowing who I was or why I was. And now, with my regained memory and my powers back, my friend, there is much that we can accomplish together. (sighs) Gross. I don't want the old man part of our group. (laughs) So he looks to you and he says, I see you found my robe of the eyes. Yeah, you know, it looked a little stylish. I uh, needed to get into the moment to cast. While I do appreciate what you've done, I'll have to insist that you take it off. (laughs) No, Tyson's never had this many eyes on him before. Ah, and I see you found Hellfire. (gasps) That sounds like a cool wand name. I think it will suit you quite nicely. (gasps) I get to keep it? Of course. You are a planeswalker, are you not? I You'll need so. a wand. Planeswalkers get wands? Oh my god. After you graduate from Hogwarts. Oh, I have to go to four years of school for this? <laughs> Seven years at Hogwarts. Pass. Come on, man. Get your fucking J.K. Rowling right. I, uh, I take off the robe and I say, okay, here's the robe back. Okay, so you hand him the robe. He places it on, taking off and kind of throwing away this old vestment or garb that he has on right now, and putting on the robe of the eyes. He turns to you and he says, Yes, a red planeswalker with hellfire. I couldn't have wrote it better myself. What kind of planeswalker are you? He looks to you. His eyes kind of glow bright green for a second, and he says, Answer enough. The blue planeswalker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to start docking inspo points from you for your stupid fucking comments. <laughs> Tyson uh, K, congratulations. You now have a wand called Hellfire. Woo! Hellfire Hell. has a range of 120 feet. Holy shit. And nine charges. Nine. Its ranged attack does 3d10 fire damage. Holy and using more than one charge increases the damage by 1d10 for every charge above the first one you use. Hellfire uses a fiendish fire from the depths of the plane of fire itself, and a target that fails a dex saving throw will become set aflame, taking an additional 1d10 damage per turn. That check check can be repeated uh, each turn as the target attempts to extinguish the flames by dowsing them, patting them out, rolling, or whatnot. The wand will regain 1d6 plus 3 charges at dawn. If its last charge is used, you will roll a d20, and with a 1, the wand will explode into flames, rivaling the size of a firestorm. Holy shit. (laughs) Tyson will use all the charges right now, please. (laughs) Let's have to stay away when we fight together. (laughs) 
It's only if I need to re-roll. No, no. I have my own powers as well. I don't need to just use the wand. I probably okay, will because so it's cooler, but... <laughs> Vel is currently walking around the laboratory, kind of running his hands along the books, looking through his old things, and he says, I can't thank you enough, Tyson. Really, I can't. And I promise to impart and share my knowledge of the planes with you. Wow. There aren't many of us you know. How many do you know? Including yourself, too. I've only oh, met one shit. other planeswalker, a blue in the south, <gasps> deep in the desert. My nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> he looks to you and he says, We are not enemies, Tyson. Oh. Planeswalkers must stick together. We are too unique to be enemies. Okay. You are part of something greater now, Tyson McKay. You are not the only one with these abilities. And one day, I hope that you will see me again for more instruction. I, of course I will come see you again. So his face quickly turns upwards and he kind of looks towards the entranceway. And you notice a few seconds later that there's lots of stomping and moving around upstairs. He kind Uh-oh. of under his breath says, Slod. The sloddy. He looks to you and he says, are you ready? I don't know how to kill this thing though. Stand behind me and watch my back. Oh, okay. Tyson's never been watching someone's back before, but okay. (laughs) The old man, Vel, looks towards the ceiling. He quickly turns around and begins to grab various items, and one item in particular looks like a black glass bottle. He comes up the spiral staircase, looks to you as he kind of reaches the second rung, kind of looking out towards you. He says, well, come on now. We don't have much time. I'm coming. I'm coming. So he pushes the button, and the trap door opens. He pops the cork on the bottle, and then tosses it to the side, like up and over. And this huge plumes of smoke begin to fill the upper part of the house, and smoke kind of drifts down towards uh, you guys. Vel quickly pulls himself and leaps upwards, and you may now do whatever it is you'd like to do. I also leap upwards. Okay. So pulling yourself up, Vel's kind of on all fours, waiting for you to come up. As you do, you're both kind of crouching. He pushes the button, closing the hatch, and he says, I'll be damned if I let those fucking frogs get their hands on this. They're toads? He looks to you and he says, really? (laughs) He stands and begins to walk away from the smoke, heading out what looks to be what would have been probably a back entrance around the back of the structure. Uh, What would you like to do? Well, he said to watch his back. I follow. Okay, so he, kind of crouching and moving a little slowly, kind of skitters around the side of the house, peeking out from the side. You see multiple sladi, so you see two reds, a blue, a black, and three greens all together. He looks towards them, and he looks to you and says, Are you ready? Holy shit. To die? (laughs) (laughs) He looks to you and says, You and I will not be the ones dying today. Uh Uh-oh. We are planeswalkers, Tyson McKay. Be brave. Did you just say I wasn't brave? I'm fucking brave. <laughs> Tyson's not scared of anything. And I stand out and I fucking cast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Roll me a d20. <laughs> Ten. Okay, so you, being brave and not following orders to watch his back, turn, fly around the corner and whip your wand towards them, but it just kind of goes, like nothing happens. <laughs> 
You are he not did attuned. It and I point behind them. You are not attuned to your wand. These slotty are currently coughing up the smoke and kind of walking and stumbling away from the structure. Vel turns the corner, placing his hand on your chest. He just kind of pushes you behind him, and he says, I'll take care of this. Okay. He looks to all the slotty who are currently coughing on the smoke, kind of choking, tears watering from their eyes, and he uses a spell called Mass Disintegrate. So each creature is going to make a dex saving throw. He can target up to ten creatures, so he easily can take out all of these guys here. Yeah, the first with a four on his dex saving throw. The second with an 11, definitely not enough. The last one with a 1 immediately oh disintegrates, just as blasted oh. apart by the spell. Okay? Ah, take that. A 7 is not enough. A 10 is not... Jesus Christ, a 10 is not <laughs> enough. Uh, a 6 is not enough. Holy shit. A 7 is not... Holy shit, you can't make this stuff up, man. A 13 is probably the closest that anyone's gotten, but that's still not enough. Okay. Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> yeah, no, okay. So... They all fail their deck saving throws, uh, <laughs> reducing them all to zero hit points easily. Oh my each god. Each of them is disintegrated as a flash of green energy springs forth from each of his fingers, hitting them all in the chest and killing them instantly. Jesus. I, uh, <clears throat> I kind of just wipe my robes and I say, yeah, that's what you get for messing with Tyson McKay. <laughs> <laughs> Vel kind of smiles wryly at you and he says, you did quite well. <laughs> Thanks. And I high five him. Okay, you go up for the high five, and he kind of looks to you. He's, you know, he he knows what you're trying to do, so he he just kind of taps your hand, just pats the high five, and he says, "You'll need to become attuned to Hellfire before you can use it, my friend." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> is that all you want to say? Oh, okay. I was going to say so much worse. <laughs> he walks towards the house, which is still smoking with that uh, that bottle that he threw. Holding his hand out to the side, it flies towards him, and he takes the stopper from one of his pockets of his robe and places the stopper on it. The smoking bottle stops smoking. All right, Tyson McKay. Wait, I want to say something before I go. Yeah, no, absolutely. Vel looks back to you. I walk in and I say, sorry about your home. He looks to you and says, my boy, my home is down beneath. What's out here is simply... An illusion. Oh, all a dream, baby. I don't have a home. <laughs> you are always welcome here, Tyson. Together with the energy of Limbo, you and I could discover a great many things. Mmm. Like the sexual plane. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Why do you always take it there? <laughs> are you getting enough, Sab? Are you? <laughs> you, you little Why are you, pent put up your man? hands on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Sab's been jerking it to all the episodes. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's kind of what I wanted to say, you know. Okay. So he invites you back. He says, you know, you're always welcome here. You could definitely learn a lot from Vel. He looks to you and he says, I have some things to take care of. Give my regards to Ivok and tell him I'll see him soon. Will do. It was nice meeting you. And I, I shake his hand. Okay, so you shake Vel's hand and you've made a friend. A green planeswalker. Undoubtedly probably one of the most experienced in his uh, in his class, for sure. And you've also learned another tidbit of information, that there are there is another planeswalker that he knows yeah. of, a, a blue planeswalker. Should have asked his name, but I did not, so... All right, Tyson McKay, what would you like to do? I wave goodbye as I concentrate on the material plane, and I go back. Okay, where would you like to teleport to? 
Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll just go back to his house. Okay. So, reappearing inside the sewers underneath Ryberry, Ivok is currently what looks like snacking on what looks to be a, quite a large rat. He looks up from his meal, looks to you, and he says, Back so soon, and without Vel, ah, what a disappointment. I know, he died. <laughs> Roll me a deception check, please. Uh, 14. Ivok is really smart, and with an 18, he looks to you and he says, Liar. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's fine, I got him back to health, as I said I would. So Ivok looks to you and he says, Well, you've certainly been promising Tyson McKay. Everyone's been saying that. One day be a great planeswalker. One day. Well, I'm... certainly not this day. <laughs> <laughs> God, why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> Ivok says, Well, I guess I'll be seeing you around as he kind of leaps down from his little spot there. I was getting tired of this place. Quite drab, you know. You're leaving? Well, of course. I'll have to join Val in Limbo soon. Oh. And there are some things I need to take care of. Everyone needs to take care of things, but no one wants to take care of Tyson. <laughs> Do you not feel like you were taking care of this, <laughs> this session? I'll leave it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what would you like to do as Ivok kind of slinks away and down one of the hallways of the sewers? I wave as he leaves. Okay. And, and uh, I, I head back the way I came. Back on the streets of Ryberry, Tyson McKay, you feel like a new man. You got a new wand in your pocket, a little bit of knowledge up in your noggin, and uh, you're feeling quite well. For completing your downtime, you gain 1,500 experience points. Oh, I'll have to add this up. I don't know if I've leveled up yet. <laughs> I have it all written down here. I haven't added any of it up. So. And con congratulations on completing your downtime. Super awesome stuff, man. Thank you. Uh, I knew I would. Yeah, I really. hoped you would. <laughs> it's a little iffy on the rock jumping, but uh, it's all true, bud. Yeah, I mean, okay, I was talking about that with a couple of friends, and they were, well, we'll save it for one of the inside episodes, but they were like, why didn't he use some rope? I was like, I guess he didn't have any. And they were like, why didn't he use, like, a flying potion or a spell? I was like, do you think he's that high a level? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tyson McKay doesn't have much, and uh, he didn't get the rope until he hit the ground, so, you know, shut up, Noah's <laughs> friends. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the Dicey D20. As always, I'm Noah, your DM. couple cool things, things to check out for sure. Definitely, if you can, support us on Patreon. Super appreciate it, uh, Dicey D20. Teespring, always awesome to pick up some merchandise. The Evil shirts, super popular. Uh, those have been flying off the shelves. In addition to the Dicey D20 crew necks and sweaters and stuff like that. Facebook, and we can also check out our website, World of Norian on Podbean. Super cool. Well, it's called Dicey D20, and then there's a page with World of Norian, but yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> ah, would you like to do any of that? I mean, you I just was... did it all. You showed it all there. You're... I mean, you I just, I'm, yeah. I mean, I just didn't know if I did it right. You're getting better. You know what? Oh, thanks. Can we, can we get a tease of next episode, or no? Next time on the Dicey D20. It's a Tyson show. The Tyson. <laughs> no, it's not. It's over. Tyson show's over for six episodes now. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, whether it was morning, evening, noon, or night, thank you so much for listening to the Dicey D20. Where's uh, my take dad? Care. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me do the sign-off. See you guys later. <laughs> <laughs>
All background music and audio comes from Tabletop Audio. If you're running your own campaign, visit tabletopaudio.com to find music for any situation.